ಶ್ರವಣಂ ಮನನಂ ನಿಧಿಧ್ಯಾಸನಂ ಲಿಸನ್ ರಿಫ್ಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಬ್ಸಾರ್ಬ್ ಡಿಯರ್ ಲಿಸ್ನರ್ಸ್ ಸಾಯಿರಾಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಟು ಅವರ್ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಇನ್ ವಿಚ್ ಎ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕೋರ್ಸ್ ಬೈ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಇಸ್ ಪ್ಲೇಡ್ ಇನ್ ಸ್ಮಾಲ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಫಾಲೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಈಚ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಎ ಶಾರ್ಟ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕಷನ್ ಇಸ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಟೇಕನ್ ಟು ರಿಫ್ಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಮೆಸೇಜ್ ದಿಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಎ ಸೆಗ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಸಾಯಿಸ್ ಥರ್ಸ್ಡೇ ಲೈವ್ ಹೋಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ಸಾಯಿ ಪ್ರಕಾಶ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪ್ರೇಮ್ ಎವ್ರಿ ಥರ್ಸ್ಡೇ ಎಟ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಥರ್ಟಿ ಪಿ ಎಂ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಆನ್ ಏಷ್ಯಾ ಸ್ಟ್ರೀಮ್ ಆಫ್ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಸಾಯಿ ಗ್ಲೋಬಲ್ ಹಾರ್ಮನಿ ಟುಡೇಸ್ ಎಪಿಸೋಡ್ ವಾಸ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಬ್ರಾಡ್ಕಾಸ್ಟ್ ಲೈವ್ ಆನ್ ಫೋರ್ಟೀನ್ ಏಪ್ರಿಲ್ ಟೂ ಥೌಸಂಡ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ಟೀನ್ ದ ಡಿಸ್ಕೋರ್ಸಸ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಟೇಕನ್ ಫಾರ್ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪ್ರೋಗ್ರಾಮ್ ಆರ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕೋರ್ಸಸ್ ಡೆಲಿವರ್ಡ್ ಆಸ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಸಮರ್ ಕೋರ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಇಂಡಿಯನ್ ಕಲ್ಚರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುವಾಲಿಟಿ ನೈನ್ಟೀನ್ ನೈಂಟಿ most loving pranams at bhagwan's lotus feet the listeners we welcome you to this week's episode of shravanam mananam nididhyasanam as always this is prem from team radio sai with me is sai prakash we are in the concluding part of the third discourse in the 1991 samako series hopefully we'll conclude it today it's definitely been a very very enlightening discourse at least for me and sai prakash we've learned a lot of new things and we are really really grateful to swami for this opportunity because i wonder if we would have gone into these discourses in such depth and of course we thank all of you for being with us all through these weeks so before we continue this week's episode do i'll invite saraprakash to join all of us saram saraprakash saram prem yes this has been a discourse that has opened up many many dimensions of our thoughts the topic itself is tatvamasi we thought tatvamasi was you know unidimensional but uh, with this discourse we realized that it has many many layers within it in a matter of speaking it's like you have layers in the physical level in the mental and in the spiritual level and um, swami has expounded many of these aspects you know last time we came up to a place where Swami was giving a few examples of how there is unity in the entire diversity that we see around us. Right. The nice thing about this discourse is one thing which I always used to feel when listening to Swami's discourses or you know randomly read something from Swami's literature. Mm-hmm. There are so many concepts and many times we can to an extent understand those concepts in seclusion you know when you mm-hmm. take only that let's say swami is speaking about bhakti okay or swami is speaking about namasmarana or swami is speaking about uh, the path of inquiry mm-hmm. we can understand those concepts uh, when we consider them only as a, a theme which swami is speaking of then mm-hmm. but when you invariably see a discourse of swami like this one you would see that there would be a blend of everything correct and even in that discourse we would either relate to one part of the discourse or you know we would uh, different people would say that this is what this was the highlight of swami's discourse correct i think uh, our understanding of swami's message will be only complete when we are able to put all of these in their places and we don't find that anything is out of place anything is redundant in the theme which is being discussed very true and i think that is something which is so beautifully highlighted in this discourse mm. as you said tatvamasi the moment we hear it we think it's you know very uh, esoteric concept it's only for 
you know those of master the vedas and probably have come to the end of vedas that's why it's called the vedanta <laughs> but sami saying how we experience it every day yes and how this feeling of tatvamasi starting from the way we breathe starting from what we see in nature everything is united in this concept of tatvamasi just pushing it a little further something which is beautiful just occurred this tatvamasi can be related to the name of our series shravanam mananam nitidhyasanam right okay because tatvamasi if you see tat when you are a disciple when you are in the shishya sthan that you are learning what do you do you listen to the guru so that is shravanam <laughs> so mm-hmm. you are the student you are the disciple you are listening to what he says and as swami rightly said the shishya has the right to question the guru and the guru has to give the answers so that is shravanam and mananam mananam is when you are thinking of you know that steadfastness repeatedly thinking about what we have just heard and nididhyasanam is putting into practice in fact what swami said is that upanishad itself mm-hmm. it says upa when you say upa it is like processing and studying it's like gaining that knowledge with nishta upanishad that mm-hmm. nishta nishta is st- steadfastness when you have that steadfastness and you acquire this knowledge that is upanishad so <laughs> that is nididhyasanam you know putting it into practice so in that sense tatvamasi shavanam mananam nididhyasanam and all the concepts that we have gone through in this chapter as you said are very beautifully interlinked and um, redundancy is one aspect and some people even dare to say there is some uh, amount of contradiction right absolutely you know th- when that contradiction ups is I mean it seamlessly just vanishes for us i think that's when we really understand swami's message that's true and as you said you know whenever i think of these words shravanam mananam nididhyasanam yes the other thing i think of is that is how actually a, a devotee relates to swami's message mm-hmm. you know you talk of shravanam you yes. talk about listening mm-hmm. where the disciple directly gets instructions from the guru mm-hmm. and if you look at uh, our relationship with swami there are some things that swami says that mm-hmm. are you know just have to be listened to yes you don't need to go into the details and understand it simple things like you know if swami says do not eat non vegetarian food yes do not indulge in uh, drinking and smoking mm-hmm. and gambling i think these are all direct instructions and you would always find that an avatar will invariably come up with you know some things which are unique to that avatar right like some people would ask you know mm. i think some people have mm. asked swami mm. that chidi baba apparently used to eat non vegetarian food mm. so swami said that's that personality right if you want to be a disciple of this avatar mm. you have to follow these things mm. so swami would say that you know some aspects of the message can be directly derived from the words of the guru correct and there are some other aspects of the message which when you dwell into it it'll come to you mm. like suppose you're in a situation you're in the office right and probably you've not heard swami speak about how you're supposed to behave with your bosses mm-hmm. you know some <laughs> mm. uh, something like that mm. but you know with experience after having learned you know from swami mm. you know what swami would expect you to do at that point in time right but of course the third and the most important thing which swami would often says when you spontaneously you don't even have to sit and think mm. there is no dilemma you choose exactly what is right mm. like what is usually said about uh, uh, yudhishthira yes like you no know, all the pandavas were actually very dharmic mm-hmm. but yudhishthira was called the dharma raja or you know the dharma himself mm-hmm. because he never had any dilemma 
Oh, okay. At any point, he clearly knew what was right. Mm. The others would, you know, uh, would debate among themselves, and you know, there would be a little bit of argument within their minds, at least. Mm-hmm. And then they eventually would do the right thing. But Yudhishthira was one who would spontaneously always choose the right. I think Nidhidhyasana is that state where, you know, like Tattva Masi, when you are in that state of complete union, mm. you don't refer to the others' uh, message. You know, Swami is not the other who is giving you the instruction. becomes one with it becomes one with you very beautiful in fact you know talking of different layers of meaning and different messages that uh, we get from swami somebody even wondered what's happening in bhagavad gita mm-hmm. i mean <laughs> in the first few chapters you say you know karma 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 is most important right. <laughs> then you say what uh, <laughs> i don't care about karma bhakti is the most important right. isn't it contradictory in the way the 18 chapters come out and swami has himself said the first part is karma then bhakti then gyana and the themes are different i think this uh, was told to me by professor venkatraman mm-hmm. once he was thinking of these concepts and he was thinking why the bhagavad gita is apparently so contradictory in its advice okay. you have different themes then um, in one of swami's discourses swami had said why do you serve so many items to people who come for a marriage mm-hmm. Okay, if your intention to is to feed the people, give them a few items. Why have such variety? Okay, you know why have three types of curries and dal, and then in especially the South Indian, um, you know, you have a <laughs> huge plantain leaf mm-hmm. and ranging from sweet to bitter to sour, so all the tastes. Then Swami said, because amongst the people who come, some of them may like a particular item. and some of them may not like a particular item but how are you to account for all that mm-hmm. so when you have this wide variety each one picks up what he likes all of them lead to the same point it's like all roads lead to rome in that way it's like a center point to which every road leads to but based on your background you may pick up any one of them <laughs> i think that's how it is the other thing which uh, reminded is in the ramayana swami i think says about uh, some of these rishis like vasishta and vishwamitra mm-hmm. we refer to them as uh, you know brahma rishis right and brahma rishis definitely i think they would have reached a state where they see this idea of tattva masi they live it every day yes then why do they retain their life so that they can associate themselves with an avatar mm-hmm. now swami would say that you know these people know they've gone beyond that state of duality mm-hmm. but they will remain around for mm-hmm. this opportunity to be next to an avatar to mm-hmm. have that interpersonal relationship to have that love to have mm-hmm. that devotion mm-hmm. so there must definitely be something there in that you mm. know devotion in spite of reaching that state if somebody aspires to have that nectarine relationship absolutely as we found that such subtle topics are brought out so beautifully by swami and uh, in examples which are so you know mundane <laughs> he says look at this tumbler right. when you look at it as a tumbler you don't see the silver when you look at it as silver you don't see the tumbler <laughs> that's it that yeah. same tumbler is standing there all through the day and it didn't occur right. to in fact later that swami makes that point you know the mm. memory is actually the cause for us to see this duality right i mean it's because we have it in our head that this is a tumbler a tumbler performs such functions it is of this shape yes and you know it can be of different varieties 
automatically when you see it you relate it you know the memory pounces at it and gives it a form and gives it a, a separate identity right. like i remember a very famous example which uh, one of the thinkers would say that you know you're sitting in a lounge in an airport mm-hmm. you're seeing hundreds of people walking up and down you don't have anything to do mm-hmm. so you're just sitting there and you're just observing uh, very detached and you're looking at the scene Right. And suddenly you see somebody who resembles a friend of yours. Mm. Okay, the moment you see that your you know the way you appear look at that scene changes. Right. So he says you know that is what memory does to you. Mm. It to retain that memory it's not like you lose your memory and then reach that state to mm. retain that memory it's still to see a, a tumbler as silver and mm. not as a tumbler not as a form, mm. right? In fact uh, just talking about memories a slight digression Uh, in the book conversations with sai baba compiled by dr Hislop. john hislop right. and these are conversations over the years he has had there he uh, he says krishna asks arjuna he says why am i not am i not remembering all the things he says what were you doing exactly 42 years or 60 right. years before today he says no i don't know but you remember the day when you got married he says yes of course then you remember the day when you first met your guru Mm-hmm. He says yes of course it was such a beautiful day why is it that you remember only certain events and certain dates that's because you are interested in them then lord krishna says i am interested in everything so i remember everything <laughs> <laughs> i'm interested in everything so i remember everything and uh, they are very beautifully um, then um, dr john hislop comments he says swami it's much like what we see today in this avatar then swami says it's the same there is no difference between that avatar and this avatar it's the same avatar right in fact uh, i think this is something which swami had even told uh, one of the teachers mm-hmm. when swami was able to recollect you know what mm-hmm. students we've mm-hmm. seen that swami will see a student and, suddenly, and swami will tell hey, uh, your grandfather you know something like that right. or your what which place are you from swami will say i visited that place right before you were born and all yes. that So that time when somebody asked Swami, Swami said this. Mm. You know, when you have interest, memory will automatically come. Mm. And uh, he, he would say that you know, when you read something, mm. put as much interest as as you can, and you will retain that in your memory. It's like a typical case of somebody utilizing the memory and not the memory utilizing the right, person. Right. Like in our case, we feel we are at the mercy of memory and the right. mind like the mind gives you a certain recollection uh, at uh, its whims and fancies but it, on the it, other it hand it colors your perception also you know very true once you get cheated by let's say you know <laughs> uh, let's say somebody from a, a particular country comes and cheats you mm. no every time you meet somebody from that country you will you will be on guard you know exactly. it always happens i think right. as you're saying at the mercy of memory yeah. and mercy of our uh, past true So I think uh, we had reached this point where Swami again reiterates this beautiful unity in diversity where Swami says ornaments are many but the gold is one the cows may have different colors but the milk is one beings are many but the god indwelling god is one castes and values may be different but birth is one visions are varied god is one flowers are different worship is one He says we attach too much importance to names and forms and nature and nurture diverse feelings all in the interests of this short-lived life. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I think where we Right. I think we'll uh, go ahead with the next clip in that sure. discourse. 
ఇంకా ఒక చిన్న ఉదాహరణ జాగ్రత్త అవస్థ ఎందు మనం ఎన్నియో దృశ్యములంతా చూస్తాం in waking state we see so many ennio avasthalanu anubhavistam we pass through different situations kaani nidra avasthalo poyinappudu but in deep sleep state sarvamu samatta padarthamulu konu manaku maname srushtinchukuntam we create everything ourselves tanu taane srushtinchukuntadu he creates himself kashta sukhamulu kodunu taane srushtinchukuntadu he creates the pleasure jagatunta taane srushtinchukuntadu he creates the whole world andulo taanu bandithulu avutadu is bound there kaani పరిపూర్ణ సుషిప్తి అవస్థలో పోయేటప్పటికీ అన్నింటినీ మర్చిపోయి నిశ్శబ్దంగా తాను ఒక విధమైనటువంటి సమాధి స్థితిని పొందుతాడు అనుభవించినటువంటి వాడు తానే స్టేట్ స్వప్నావస్థలోపల సృష్టించుకున్నవాడు తానే సుషిప్తి అవస్థ లోపల ఏకత్వాన్ని పొందిన వాడు మానవత్వమనేటువంటిది ఈ దేహధారిగా ఉండినంత వరకు కూడా ఇది మానవత్వమునకు the first thing that we should understand and accomplish are the human values enni padavulu yerina enni vidyalu abhyasinchina enni vidhamaitanti yokka ganatakam chendina manamu undavalsinadi sadinchavalsinadi manavattam you may make use of any number of words you may acquire any types of knowledge you may occupy any position manavattam anetundi idi abhruddhi kavalante oka aadhyatmika vatavaranam nande abhruddhi avutundi the human values can develop only in spiritual atmosphere oka vittanamu techi tin lo petti neeru poste aa vittanam kullipothundi when you bring a seed and keep it in a tin and keep water there it decays kaari aa vittanam ne bhoomi lo naatinappudu adi vrucchanga roopanduthundi but the very same seed when sown in the ground it develops kalpane manavattamu anetundi kevalamu ee laukikamainatundi yokka deeni yendu unchinappudu adi abhruddhi kaadu therefore the human nature when it is spent in the worldly pleasure in this physical world the human nature shall never develop karmika naitika aadhyatmikamande ee yokka manavattam anetundi abhruddhi kaanchutundi the human value will develop only in dharmic the moral the ethical field kanu ee naadu vidyarthulu abhruddhi gaavinchukovasinatundi manavattam therefore students should develop this human quality ప్రతి మానవుడు కూడా మానవత్వాన్ని పొందాలి ఎవ్రీ మ్యాన్ షుడ్ హ్యావ్ దిస్ క్వాలిటీ మానవత్వాన్ని అర్థం చేసుకోవాలి ఎవ్రీ వన్ షుడ్ అండర్స్టాండ్ కేవలం శారీరక సంబంధమైనటువంటి బంధవ్యమునను కేవలము బాంధత్వమును కేవలము ఒక బంధుత్వమును మాత్రమే అభివృద్ధి గావించుకోవడం సరికాదు ఇట్స్ నాట్ అప్రోప్రియేట్ టు హావ్ బాడీ రిలేషన్షిప్స్ అండ్ అండ్ అసోసియేషన్స్ దేర్ ఆఫ్టర్ ఇది కేవలము శారీరక సంబంధమైనటువంటి బంధుత్వమే దిస్ మియర్లీ బాడీ రిలేషన్షిప్ పుట్టక పూరము ఎవరి తల్లి ఎవరి బిడ్డ prior to your birth who is the mother and who is the child pendi kaaka puram evaru bhartha evaru bharya prior to the marriage who is the husband and who is the wife ivanni madhyalo cherinatundi maatrame they have come in between ivanni passing clouds they are just passing clouds 
ఇలాంటి నిమిత్తమే మనము ఏమాత్రం కూడా మనం వెలువకూడదు ఏ విధమైనటువంటి దుఃఖములకు అవకాశం అందించకూడదు సంయోగ వియోగములతో సంభవించేటువంటి మహోత్తాల తరంగమైన సాగరము దిస్ లైఫ్ ఇస్ బికాస్ ఆఫ్ అసోసియేషన్ డిసోసియేషన్ సంథింగ్ లైక్ వేవ్స్ ఇన్ ఎన్షన్ మనం ఎన్నెన్నో ప్రయత్నాలు చేస్తున్నాం వీ మేక్ సో మెనీ ఎఫర్ట్స్ నిత్యము మనం ఆశించవలసిన ఎన్నో ఆశిస్తున్నాము నిరంతర తాపత్రిములచే అంతులేని ఆశలచే అర్థం కాని ఆవేదనచే అప్రాప్తి రూపమైన ప్రాప్తి కోసము ఆశలే పడి అంతులేనటువంటి యొక్క దుఃఖములకు గురి కనుక ఈ అశాంతికి గురి అయినటువంటి మానవులకు చక్కని మార్గంలో చూపేటువంటి దీపికలే ఆధ్యాత్మిక జ్యోతులని విశ్వసించాలి ద స్పిరిచువల్ లైట్స్ ఆర్ ద ప్రాపర్ లైట్స్ దట్ వుడ్ షో ద ప్రాపర్ పాత్ టు ఎ పర్సన్ హూ లాస్ట్ ఆధ్యాత్మికమైనటువంటి నశిస్తే భారతదేశమే నశిస్తుంది వెన్ వన్స్ ది స్పిరిచువాలిటీ ఇస్ లాస్ట్ ది ఇండియన్ కల్చర్ ఇస్ ఆల్సో లాస్ట్ కల్చర్ ఇండియా ఇండియా ఇస్ లాస్ట్ యాజ్ సచ్ కనుక ఆధ్యాత్మికమైనటువంటిది నశించకుండా మనం చూసుకోవాలి సో వి షుడ్ సీ దట్ స్పిరిచువాలిటీ విల్ నెవర్ లాస్ట్ భారతదేశం అంతకుడును ఆధ్యాత్మికపైన ఆధారపడి ఉంటుంది ద హోల్ ఇండియా ఇస్ బేస్డ్ ఆన్ స్పిరిచువాలిటీ సమస్త సంబంధమైనటువంటి ధర్మములు అందులోనే లీనమవుతాయి అది లేక కేవలం కల్చర్ 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 అంటే ఏమిటి కల్చర్ ఇది వితౌట్ స్పిరిచువాలిటీ వాట్ ది ఫన్ ఆఫ్ కాలింగ్ కల్చర్ 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 అంటే సంస్కృతి ద కల్చర్ మెంట్ సంస్కృతి సంస్కృతి అనగా సంస్కరింపబడినటువంటిది సంస్కృతి సంస్కృతి మెంట్ దాట్ విచ్ ఇస్ రిఫైన్ ఏ విధంగా సంస్కరింపబడింది How is it refined? Spirituality is refined It is refined only through spirituality. Spirituality is not refined in spirituality. Without spirituality, it can never be refined. Without refinement, there cannot be culture. Therefore, first thing is samskara. Spirituality. spirituality is the combination of all samskaras. That is the adhyatmika. అట్టి ఆధ్యాత్మికమైనటువంటిది మానవుని ఎందు ఈనాడు పూర్తి క్షీణించిపోయింది సచ్ స్పిరిచువాలిటీ ఆధ్యాత్మికం అంటే హాస్యాస్పదమైపోతుండాలి స్పిరిచువాలిటీ అవును మరి ఆధ్యాత్మికము ఎవరికి కేవలము భౌతికమైనటువంటి లౌకికమైన జీవితమనే సత్యమని నిత్యమని భావించినటువంటి మూర్ఖునికి హాస్యాస్పదం It's really ridiculous and a matter of fun to the one who believes the real physical world only taking it is as the permanent one. ఇది భౌతికము లౌకికము కేవలం అనిత్యమైనటువంటి పాసింగ్ క్లౌడ్స్ అనేటువంటి సత్యాన్ని విశ్వసించినటువంటి వానికి ఆధ్యాత్మికము గొప్ప శోభనటి మణి వంటిది అదే అతనికి ఆభరణము. The one who thinks this world is something like passing clouds it's momentary and ephemeral and transient. అట్టి ఆభరణాన్ని ధరించాలి ఈ నాటి మానవుడు. Man should wear the such precious jewel of spirituality. అప్పుడే దివ్యమైనటువంటి 
and about samskara and culture refinement i think right. samskara refinement is what culture is, stands for the initial part of that clip swami speaks about this example of the dream state mm. and the deep sleep state mm. because we mentioned this many times before it reminds you of the story of king janaka you know he Correct. has that when we look at our dream state mm-hmm. and i think all of us know that it's an unreal thing whatever we see in our dream it's unreal and uh, swami says that you know how do you say it is unreal mm-hmm. it's because it has a beginning and an end okay you know you you're able to wake out of it and you're able to look at it right so he says that it's it's having a short lived uh, existence mm-hmm. so it cannot be real mm-hmm. and the second thing swami says of course is you know there is no logic in it Okay. You no know, one day you're in bombay and then you're walking and you're suddenly you're somewhere else correct so there is no clear logical flow in it so mm-hmm. where there is no logic there is no reality mm-hmm. swami says from the point of the mind and then swami uh, says you know going back to that story of janaka when he goes and tells sage vasishta mm-hmm. which is true adinijama idinijama adinijama adinijama mm-hmm. you know the things which he is thinking about he's had a dream where he becomes a pauper he loses his kingdom right and uh, vasishta asks him mm. you know do you feel the pain that you felt in the dream now mm. so he says no i don't feel it mm. did you feel the comfort you're feeling now in the dream <laughs> he says no i didn't mm. feel it so he says neither is that real nor, nor is, is this, this real, real. <laughs> because he's saying from this waking state that dream feels unreal mm. so in the dream state if this waking state feels unreal then the waking state is also unreal right and this very p- same point which ami says no you experience all the three mm. so you are real so that's what vasishta says you know the mm. one who saw the dream and one who is in the waking state you are the real one beautiful beautiful right. yeah so there swami says that is tattvamasi right <laughs> that comes back to tattvamasi and this beautiful point of tattvamasi that integrates all the three states of the past present and the future that which remains constant in all the three states of past present and future that is tattvamasi that's right. what <laughs> it's almost like yes you know the truth tattvamasi but then where does it all start it mm. starts with human values human values and um, so that's where swami comes to and he says regardless of your education wealth fame anything human values is what is most important right then of course swami makes this point that true human character blossoms only in on the foundation of spirituality we had a question from one of our readers okay you know just probably read out a couple of lines mm-hmm. i think it's it's a problem which most parents feel you know mm-hmm. says that you know myself my husband and children always try our best to do good be kind and helpful to others mm-hmm. but in return it pains us a lot when we find out that in so doing people take us for stupids and take advantage of us okay. and our kindness mm-hmm. now we are confused i am perplexed as per what should i teach my children so that people don't make them thus suffer mm. how should we as adults face this unfair situation at work mm. or even with rude family members and of course she goes on to say mm. i mean how else can you teach your children mm-hmm. that you should be good mm. even if others are not treating you or taking advantage of your goodness mm-hmm. I think the best way you can teach your children is either you take them on a spiritual path mm-hmm. or you teach them through devotion. Correct. And say that you know this is what Swami expects of you mm. whatever happens don't worry mm. you know your reward will come from Swami don't seek reward from outside. And clearly what Swami says no uh, beyond a certain point you can't teach morality especially mm. if it starts becoming uh, non-rewarding. That's true but you know 
to that question which she asked there's only one answer that comes to my mind is a story of the snake mm-hmm. you know which swami told in tri brindavan swami said uh, there was this snake mm-hmm. which was going and wanted to lead a spiritual life mm-hmm. there was a sage who was walking past and he said see everybody hates me so what should i do the sage says stop biting people i mean see because you bite people um, because so they are uh, afraid and they don't like you So the next time the sage walked past the same place after a few months or years the snake was all bashed up <laughs> and just clinging to dear life and it was just waiting and the sage says what happened he says look at what i've got i've just followed your advice and this is what i end up with then the sage said i told you not to bite but i did not say not to hiss <laughs> this is what swami said yes you god helps those who help themselves yes it's good to help others but at the same time know where mm-hmm. to what extent not at the cost of your self respect i think but it's very very difficult to you know uh, draw a line draw a line that's true because one thing is uh, once i remember i was part of a study circle and we were discussing about what swami says about shama okay I mean, after you speak about Shama, the first mm-hmm. thing they ask is, you know, where are the places where, <laughs> you know, you can actually uh, cease to be forbearing and mm-hmm. where you have to react. Mm-hmm. And you know, they started quoting examples of, uh, you know, even in the uh, Mahabharata, Krishna said, "Dharma, you can tell this lie, and you you, mm-hmm. you, you can protect yourself like this." I, I think that's probably the most wrong way to learn anything. You know, if you learn a principle in physics, mm-hmm. we've all gone through that in high school. When the principle is taught, it will be taught like it's a watertight principle. Yes. You know, it, it always works. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the thing, and mm. you will almost feel like this can define everything, everything in the universe. Everything in the universe, yeah. But after you have mastered that principle, then they will tell where it actually fails, or you know, where it where it is not comprehensive. Correct. I think that's the same thing with this. The moment we see that you have to be good, mm. the question comes like. you know what happens if somebody takes advantage of our goodness mm. and that's why swami would so strongly and powerfully reiterate dharmo rakshati rakshita right if you don't have belief in that I mean then then there is no point I mean mm. it is like uh, somebody is being crooked for the sake of selfishness you're being good for the sake of selfishness mm. that's all I mean unless you remove that mm. uh, self centered selfishness what swami says is true swartham swaprayojanam swaprayojanam In fact, you know, bringing back to this topic, where he says human values is absolutely necessary for a spiritual life. In the Dhyana Vaini, very beautifully, Swami says mm-hmm. that many people think that taking up austerities and doing um, penance, tapas, all that is spirituality, but they do not pay attention to the fostering of humanity within themselves. Right. They do not take uh, care of the, uh, you know, fostering human values. they oversee that but he says because of that you are sure to fail you may hold your breath for up to 3 minutes but you may achieve nothing so he says uh, without the basic human values he says when the soil is not fertile how can you expect the sapling to grow mm. <laughs> very beautifully he gives that example then of course the the next part of that was So I mean, I don't know how. <laughs> what was that word? A sentence in Telugu, just mm. uh, very beautifully. So I mean, rendered it. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, we spiral into this endless worry by yielding to worldly allurements. Right. And then, of course, he says India itself will be annihilated if spirituality right. is. Right. My God, what a powerful well, um, statement. So I mean, he says not Indian 
culture not in india, india itself, itself. <laughs> <laughs> of course there is this beautiful quote by max muller which says if india dies who lives if india lives who dies <laughs> i mean uh, it, it's a hope for the world and uh, swami has often told about the analogy of the train where india is the engine and the countries are to follow he says all other types of uh, strength intellectual is all uh, comes after spiritual strength right. india stands for that spiritual strength <laughs> and again then comes to this portion of culture and uh, refinement and samskara he says to fools this is not important they think the spirituality is not important right but they are really fools who think that this worldly existence is all important right and uh, another beautiful point which ami makes here is uh, though we call this samakos uh, you know samakos in culture and spirituality in culture and spirituality it, it is inseparable mm. i think very beautiful point ami says swami says culture is Uh, a subset of spirituality right you know when when you pursue a spiritual you know automatically that that again that sentence was very beautiful culture is an aspect of spirituality right. where swami says with spirituality mm. all arts and sciences acquire a new light and a positive direction correct what a profound uh, sentence that is swami says that when the pursuit becomes spiritual mm-hmm. you know expression can be anything you I mean you could be a spiritual doctor you could be a spiritual engineer but once that spirituality is the focus mm-hmm. then that enlightenment flows in all that you do you know and automatically it's culture as swami would say what is culture that i should not hurt the person in front of me mm. you know you speak lovingly you know when you go and help a person who is in need you, mm. you see an elderly person struggling with luggage you go and help them mm. so all this is culture all this will come when spirituality is you know is, is, the is the basis very true it automatically that feeling of empathy that you know the chinnakatha which swami says about that sage who, who runs to save that calf which is caught up in that uh, puddle mm-hmm. He says, "I didn't save the calf. You know, I was only saving myself of myself. the grief." I mean, that's the beauty of, uh, I think, Indian culture, as we have been saying, that the sages whom we speak of, as those who are in that state of tatva masi, mm. were always serving the society. Exactly. They were exactly. always, uh, mm. you know, g- giving up their lives in the service to society. In fact, um, Swami often says this: "Tyaga bumi, punya bumi, yoga bumi." How he extols the uh, Indian uh, culture and uh, traditions in fact uh, in another place where swami mentions when alexander was coming uh, his guru that is aristotle aristotle told him when you go to india okay you get me only three things he says get me the water of ganges mm-hmm. and he says get me some dust of the holy land of bharat and get me a copy of the bhagavad gita oh <laughs> <laughs> this is what swami has told he says uh, that is the glory of our mm-hmm. culture that it attracts people from all over the world know mm-hmm. those who are in sync with it know its value mm-hmm. and they look up to india for uh, this ancient wisdom mm-hmm. i mean it's a very very fascinating story this alexanders and mm-hmm. i heard another speaker explaining mm-hmm. that imagine alexander is coming all the way from macedonia in greece right is one of the first kings to win over that persian region one right. of the first european kings mm-hmm. and he has amassed wealth mm. but all through everybody is talking to him about the glory of the land on the other side of the indus 
Right. He's saying it's it's the richest land. It's mm. so glorious. Mm. It's a different land. Mm. It's spirituality. Is he's heard all this, mm. and finally he comes and uh, you know a beautiful point which is made is, who is a good leader? Okay. Okay. A good leader is one who has a vision, mm-hmm. who has a certain purpose, and who has the ability to transfer that vision and purpose to his followers. Right. The same zeal with which he is pursuing his goal, yes. he is able to make his followers and those working under him to follow. it with the same zeal mm-hmm. and they say that's what alexander could do okay because his army those small mm-hmm. was very very devoted to him and they all shared that passion which alexander had mm-hmm. then they say that finally when they come to india they find these innumerable number of sadhus mm-hmm. who have nothing in their possession mm. who are absolutely living a life of happiness which these people can't imagine right and the one of the accounts historic account says that many of alexander's men start interacting with some of these sadhus okay in small groups in camps and all mm-hmm. that and that is where they lose interest in pursuing their conquest any further oh that's where they start revolting and they all turn back to you know greece they say that you know what is the whole point you're grabbing and grabbing and suddenly you come across people who have nothing and but who are so 10 times 100 times more happier <laughs> than you beautiful Right. So I think we'll, shall we go to the last clip in this discourse? Yes. With this, we'll conclude this discourse. Vijayat Pulara, Manyoka Bharatiya Samskritiya Netwantidi, Ittidi Atti Jani Varni Chetuka Vilukad. Students, Indian culture cannot be described either this way or that way. Idi Anni Jatilu Varu, Anni Deshiilu, Anni Rakhmanetu Varnamlu Varu Kudanu. Idi Into Varni Chetuka Vachar. People of different nationalities, castes, and creeds describe Indian culture in various ways. ఇందులో ముస్లిం మతంకు సంబంధించినటువంటి బాబర్ హియర్ బాబర్ బిలాంగ్ టు ఇస్లామిక్ ఫెయిత్ అతను భారతీయ సంస్కృతి పైన గొప్ప విశ్వాసం యాస్ ఫుల్ ఫెయిత్ ఆన్ ఇండియన్ కల్చర్ అతను తన కుమారుడైనటువంటి హుమాయూను భారతదేశమునకు మొట్టమొట్ట అతను రాజుగాతయ వచ్చాడు హిస్ సన్ ద హుమాయూన్ హీ కేమ్ యాజ్ ద ఫస్ట్ కింగ్ దానికి బాబర్ చాలా ఆనందించాడు Babar was very happy about it. Anandinchi ayaku Humayunku oka pedda letter rasadu. Feeling very happy about it. He wrote a long letter. Kuman, nee enta adrushtavantudamo? Ilanti adrushtavantudainatti putru na garbhamulandu puttatamu. Nee enta adrushtavantunnu? Dear son, you are very lucky having become begotten you. I am also equally lucky. Pavitramainatti Bharatadeshaniki the sacred India సమస్త మతములకు సమన్వయముగా వించేటువంటి భారతదేశానికి దట్ విచ్ ఇంటిగ్రేట్స్ ఆల్ రిలీజియన్స్ అనేకత్వంలోని ఏకత్వాన్ని నిరూపించేటువంటి భారతదేశానికి దట్ ఇండియా విచ్ ప్రూవ్స్ ది యూనిటీ ఇన్ డైవర్సిటీ సర్వమతముల సారమైన యొక్క భారతీయ మతం యొక్క సారమునకు ది ఇండియన్ రిలీజియన్ విచ్ ఇస్ ది ఎసెన్స్ ఆఫ్ ఆల్ రిలీజియన్స్ నీవు చక్రవర్తి కావటము ఎంత అదృష్టవంతుడు పోయి యు బీయింగ్ ది ఎంపరర్ ఆఫ్ దట్ కంట్రీ హౌ లక్కీ యు ఆర్ అయితే ఈ అదృష్టాన్ని నీవు నిలబెట్టుకో However you should deserve and uphold Bharatiya yokka samskruti ki ye matram kuda ni niu addu tagalavaddu It should never been obstacle to the continuous flow of Indian culture Adi maha shaktivantamaina tuntidi It's a mighty one maha pavitramaina tuntidi It's a sacred one Adi sadhinchalena tuntidi jagatlo marokati leni ledhu It is there's nothing that it cannot accomplish Atti Bharatiya sampradayamulaku ye matram kuda ni niu addu tagalaka It should never been obstacle to Indian tradition Ye yokka nirnayaniki ni raavalsi vachina padikini భారతీయులను చేర్చి సంప్రదించి దానికి తగినటువంటి యొక్క సలహాను నీవు పొందమని రాస్తూ వచ్చాడు బాబర్ బాబర్ స్టార్టెడ్ రైటింగ్ టు హిమ్ ఇఫ్ యు ఆర్ టు అరైవ్ ఎనీ డిసిషన్ 
కన్సల్ట్ ఆల్ ఇండియన్స్ అండ్ అబ్టైన్ కాన్సెన్సెస్ అతను మొఘల చక్రవర్తి సామ్రాజ్యమును స్థాపించినటువంటి మహావీరుడు ఈ ది వెరీ ఫౌండర్ ఆఫ్ మొఘల్ ఎంపైర్ అలాంటి బాబరే భారతీయ సంస్కృతిని ఇంత గొప్పగా వర్ణిస్తూ వచ్చాడు సచ్ బాబర్ డిస్క్రైబ్ ఇండియన్ కల్చర్ ఇన్ సచ్ గ్రేట్ కానీ దురదృష్టవచ్చాంతు ఈనాటి భారతీయులు భారతీయ సంస్కృతిని పూర్తి మెడలు కోస్తుంటున్నారు as illa could have it indians have not understood the indian culture they have torn it to pieces idi enta avamanakaramaina vishayam what a matter of shame it is kanuka bharatiyulanti meeru bharatiya sanskrutini chakkaga meer artham cheskoni danini kaapadukoni danini anusarinchi aa aanandanni anubhavinchalani nenu aashisthunnanu you being the indians understand indian culture uphold the indian culture live for it and enjoy the benefits thereafter that's what swami aspires kanuka ఇది గొప్పది అది చిన్నది అని నేను ఎప్పుడు కూడా నువ్వు తేడాలు చెప్పాను స్వామి నెవర్ బ్రింగ్స్ డిఫరెన్సెస్ దట్ వన్ ఇస్ గ్రేట్ మతములు కూడా నువ్వు గొప్పవి ఆల్ రిలిజియన్స్ ఆర్ గ్రేట్ అన్ని మతములు యోని రహస్యం కూడా నువ్వు చాలా గొప్పది ఆల్ సీక్రెట్స్ ఆఫ్ ఆల్ రిలిజియన్స్ ఆర్ గ్రేట్ కానీ మతములని పేరుతోపల దాని యొక్క సంస్కృతిని ఎవ్వరు కూడా నువ్వు అనుసరించడం లేదు ఇన్ ద నేమ్ ఆఫ్ రిలిజియన్ నో వన్ ఫాలోస్ ఇట్ అదే మానవులు ఎందు ఏర్పడినటువంటి దోషం దట్ ఇస్ మిస్టేక్ ఇన్ హ్యూమన్ బీయింగ్ టుడే కనుక మతం యొక్క తత్వాన్ని చక్కగా అర్థం చేసుకొని దానిని అనుసరించి దానిని తిరిగి ఆనందంగా అనుభవించడానికి ప్రయత్నించాలి ఎవరీవన్ షుడ్ మేక్ ఎన్ ఎఫర్ట్ టు అండర్స్టాండ్ ద మీనింగ్ ఆఫ్ రిలీజియన్ మానవుడు నువ్వు గమ్యమును చేరడానికి అర్హుడే ఎవరీ మ్యాన్ ఇస్ బౌండ్ టు రీచ్ డెస్టినేషన్ తన యొక్క నిజ తత్వాన్ని తాను గుర్తించడానికి ప్రయత్నించేటువంటి ప్రతి ప్రతి ఒక్క వ్యక్తికి అధికారం ఉంటుంది ఎవరీవన్ హస్ గాట్ ఎ రైట్ టు అండర్స్టాండ్ వన్స్ ఓన్ నేచర్ ఇది వారికే వీరికే అనేటువంటి భేదము లేదు దేర్ ఇస్ నో డిఫరెన్స్ దట్ ఇట్ ఇస్ గివెన్ టు మతములతో ఏ మాత్రం కూడా నువ్వు మీరు సంబంధం లేదు ఇట్స్ నాట్ రిలేటెడ్ టు ది కాస్ట్ అండ్ రిలీజియన్ కనుక మీరు మానవత్వాన్ని మానవత్వంగా విశ్వసించి సో యు షుడ్ టేక్ ది హ్యూమన్ లైఫ్ మానవత్వాన్ని దివ్యత్వంగా మార్చుకోవడానికి ప్రయత్నించండి దానవత్వంగా మాత్రం మార్చుకోకూడదు యు షుడ్ మేక్ అన్ ఎఫర్ట్ టు కన్వర్ట్ టు డివినిటీ బట్ నాట్ ఆఫ్ డెమానిక్ నేచర్ సమస్త ఉపనిషత్తులు కూడాను ఈ పవిత్రమైనటువంటి ఏకత్వాన్ని ప్రబోధిస్తూ వచ్చాయి ఆల్ ఉపనిషత్స్ ప్రాపగేటెడ్ ది ప్రిన్సిపల్ ఆఫ్ యూనిటీ ప్రతి మానవుడు కూడాను ఈనాడు భోగమును మాత్రమే అనుసరిస్తున్నాడు కానీ ఆశిస్తున్నాడు కానీ త్యాగమును మాత్రం ఆశించడం లేదు అనుసరించడం లేదు ఎవరీ మ్యాన్ డిజైర్స్ ప్రాస్పెరిటీ అండ్ ద వెల్త్ బట్ ఈ డస్ నాట్ థింక్ ఆఫ్ సాక్రిఫైస్ టుడే త్యాగము అత్యవసరము సాక్రిఫైస్ ఇస్ మోస్ట్ ఇంపార్టెంట్ ఈ వేదము చెప్పినటువంటి న కర్మణ న ప్రజయాధనేన త్యాగేనేకి అమృతత్వమానసు ఇట్ ఈస్ డిక్లేర్డ్ ఇన్ వేదా దట్ ది ఎటర్నిటీ ఈస్ ఓన్లీ పాసిబుల్ బికాస్ ఆఫ్ సాక్రిఫైస్ ఈ త్యాగమునకు ఈ భోగమునకు ఉండినటువంటి ఒక సంబంధ బాంధవ్యాన్ని రేపటి దినం మనం ముచ్చటించుకుందాం tomorrow the relationship between the sacrifice and prosperity can be discussed that part swami spoke so inspiringly about indian culture and and uh, started off with the first mogul emperor humayun and, and barber's advice mm. to humayun the very fact that you know mm. the british could come here and think that this is one land which we can conquer then there was something which was binding this land of course there were many kingdoms of course there mm. were many uh, you know royal houses but there was something as swami says there is that culture of this land which right. which bound this country as one country in spite of having so many monarchies ruling the land in fact i think it's mentioned by one of the intellectuals he says how um, this country without a centralized government has existed for millennia right Uh, it's because of the culture of the people it's very true in fact uh, when we look at the ancient uh, this practice of the ashwamedha yaga swami speaks about it when he speaks about dasharatha performing it and rama performing it and yudhishthira performs it mm-hmm. that time actually uh, i think in uh, bhagavatvaini it is there where krishna gives an advice why 
he should do the ashwamedha yaga okay because yudhishthira is not interested in ruling anybody else's kingdom and all mm, that mm. and uh, that time krishna tells him that no this is actually an establishing of a dharmic superpower okay so he says you don't have to rule over them mm. but you force them to accept you as an overlord as a chakravarti yes. and you say that if there is any adharma i have the authority to come and question right so it is a concept you know you are allowed to rule your kingdom it is your kingdom it is your people you have it but there is a chakravarti who you know binds the entire land in a dharmic bond it's not in superiority or in power beautiful and mm. you know all the process of acquiring that kind of military power was only to ensure that the culture and you know the righteousness of the land was established swami would say that the duty of the king they had a totally different set of rules i mean somebody at that post the uh, he wouldn't look at dharma the way a normal man would look right. at their rules of dharma are totally different right they have they have to put the the safety of the kingdom right. above everything else right right, right. and here swami says uh, how baba told humain that you should encourage them and then take their advice and make them a part of your uh, decisions and and uh, the way he highlights what are the things which make this culture stand out mm-hmm. you know the unity and diversity yes. the acceptance of all uh, forms of worship the tolerance of all religions right and he says whatever you do ensure that you know these are the main uh, fabric of this culture ensure that you don't uh, disturb this right in fact uh, sanatana dharma as swami would often say here uh, of course the hindu religion but it's more of sanatana dharma I think Swami has mentioned it in many places that Satya Dharma Shanti Prema are the pillars mm-hmm. of Sanatan Dharma and in fact they are the pillars of every Satya religion, religion. Right. every religion finally bases itself on these values and um, so in essence you know it is one approach it is one approach to understanding that is Sanatan Dharma yeah, and Swami makes that point here he says you know people are ready to fight in the name of the religion but they are not ready to Uh, follow the important teachings of the religion exactly and he says if you start following the teachings you will have no time in to fight and you will not be fighting over you know the differences which the religions have and then swami says that uh, of course i never say that one religion is greater another is not and i think that's one of the quotes of swami which is uh, which has impressed a lot of people right you know, whether they're devoted to swami or not mm-hmm. what swami says i've I'm not come to convert you to any religion to any cult or any uh, group. Mm-hmm. I have only one endeavor to make every Christian a better Christian, every Hindu a better Hindu. Very very profound statement. Yes, yes. Swami says that there is goodness, you know. Uh, I think in another discourse Swami says the basis of every religion. Mm-hmm. You know, every religion started either as a reformation okay. of a religion which is already there mm-hmm. or you know people were losing track and they needed a new master and a new set of rules to enthuse them so the intention of every religion was always good very true and it was also based on i think the social environment in Absolutely. which it grew right when people started seeing it more as a textbook of do's and don'ts then that's where it started drifting off from right. the actual spirit in which things were said right. and even as swami is speaking here about indian culture Mm. we really tempted to read uh, a small portion okay from the speech which swami vivekananda gave the first speech which he gave you know starts by saying brothers and sisters of america is very famous yes 
but in that conference he actually gave few other speeches okay which are equally powerful and profound mm-hmm. and I mean if I sit and write down a speech I probably wouldn't have <laughs> you know would never manage to write a speech like this what choice of words mm. what power in 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 the thing in just a couple of lines mm-hmm. he starts one of his talks like this is man a tiny boat in a tempest raised one moment on the foamy crest of a billow and dashed down into a yawning chasm the next rolling to and fro at the mercy of good and bad actions a powerless helpless wreck in an ever raging ever rushing uncompromising current of cause and effect a little moth placed under the wheel of causation which rolls on crushing everything in its way and waits not for the widow's tears or the orphan's cry the heart sinks at the idea yet this is the law of nature is there no hope is there no escape was the cry that went up from the bottom of the heart of despair it reached the throne of mercy and words of hope and consolation came down and inspired a vedic sage and he stood up before the world and in trumpet voice proclaimed the glad tidings hear ye children of immortal bliss even ye that reside in higher spheres i have found the ancient one who is beyond all darkness all delusion knowing him alone you shall be saved from death over again children of immortal bliss Ah what a sweet what a hopeful name <laughs> my goodness oh beautiful no he says you know that just that children of immortal bliss mm. he says that gives so much hope right instead of saying oh he sinners he says children mm. of immortal bliss he says ah you know what a f- <laughs> fresh breeze <laughs> i'm just wondering whether that paragraph was in english in the first place it, it was delivered in english i mean i'm just saying when you read it when it, you it read takes it. it takes time to comprehend right what and, is and it's a spontaneous talk my god unbelievable unbelievable really really and i, I think it's the same with all the masters when uh, it just comes to them uh, the knowledge just comes through them it comes through them to and, the world that's and, it you know the reason i read this was is when vivekananda presented this image of india yes he says this is what we are taught to believe from our childhood right we are taught to believe that you are potentially divine you know when yes. you're talking about tattva masi mm. he says from birth we are told that that is your goal Correct. you have to become divine you're not a weakling mm. as he says no you're not a boat which is being tossed by uh, the waves and crashed against the rocks mm. I mean you're not that but if you're going through that then then ask yourself what you're supposed to do in fact very beautifully um, in the book the catholic priest meets sai baba mm-hmm. a very beautiful point he brings out he says in indian culture you are given the freedom to enquire you can ask you can question yourself yes there may be rules and regulations for the rituals that are being done the rituals and other aspects the vedas by themselves may appear like a strict uh, list of do's and don'ts and all that but you have absolute freedom in inquiry everybody is pushed towards that inquiry and that is the basis of this sanatan dharma he says well some people don't understand this beauty of sanatan dharma and um, it is reversed in certain places where you are not allowed to inquire you are mm-hmm. said this is what it is and the rituals can take any shape <laughs> you know you have rituals and this thing which can take any shape based on the person who's heading the organization but they say no this is the dogma this is the truth but it's totally different in sanatan dharma where you're given the freedom 
to inquire right you know this statement which swami made in that uh, the clip which we played mm-hmm. you know swami says everyone who makes a sincere attempt to recognize their self has the right to enter the gates of immortality correct without preference to religion or country of birth it is given this way you know everybody mm. whatever you are you're a male you're a female you're uh, you know kshatriya shudra whatever you are you have the right to enter the gates of immortality as swami says this you know that itself gives you so much of uh, freedom to explore and freedom to find out for yourself which is your path there's an adventure right. there's a, a purpose there's a, right? there's a purpose to your whole life and in fact um, bringing it to a very beautiful end this discourse swami says nothing can be achieved without tyaga right and he says na karmana na prajaya danena tyage naike amritatva manasu that immortality can be achieved only through sacrifice and um, he says what is the relation between tyaga and bhoga that we'll see in the next discourse <laughs> right so i think it's time to uh, wind up this week's episode and this discourse with that and interestingly swami concludes the discourse with prema mudita manase kaho swami d- ended this discourse which was delivered more than 20 years ago <laughs> with uh, rama bhajan which today we'll be playing dear listeners thank you for being with us of course the points which which we discussed can never be comprehensive as we saw that swami's discourse was so profound and i think in our innocence we are trying to see what we can understand and what we can imbibe in what swami is saying here if you have any thoughts to share with us if you have any ideas from what we spoke this week you can write to us at listener@radiosai.org thank you for being with us do join us next week for another new discourse in the 1991 samako series Thank you. We'll leave you with the bhajan which Swami sang at the end of that discourse. Prem mudita manasik ko Ram 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 Sri Ram 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 Shanti Sukhanidana Divya Ramana
ಜನರ ಜೀವನ ಧನ ಏಕರಾಮನ ಭಕ್ತ ಜನರ ಜೀವನ ಧನ ಏಕರಾಮನ You just heard an episode of our radio series Shravanam Mananam Nidhidhyasanam Listen reflect and absorb This is a segment that is hosted live on Thursdays at 7:30 pm by Radio Sai's Sai Prakash and Prem only on Asia stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony Today's episode was first broadcast live on 14th April 2016 The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian culture and spirituality 1991. Dear listeners, to listen to the next part of this program, tune in same time next week. Please do write to us and let us know what you think about this program by writing to listener@radiosai.org. Thank you and Sairam from Prashanthi Nilayam.